so I'm so excited to do this. I have Dahlia on the phone with me because we're social distancing. But before this all even happened, we had this idea to meet up and share what we had. Before I begin, I'm going to tell you just how I met her. So I walk into the Muslim youth group at the Islamic Center and I see this like beautiful woman in the corner of the room <laughs> sitting on a chair typing away and she looked so into her business and then I'll let her finish the story of like when she approached me and why but Dalia is my dear friend she's a biochem grad from UCSD she writes terrific stories she's also my business partner and got me into like finance we're in this together and she's so awesome and motivational and she's very funny especially when I hit like lows in my life she's always there to bring me back up so I love her that's Dalia am I forgetting anything no I think that was that was an amazing intro I'm so flattered right now I love you I'm blushing don't blush don't blush so (laughs) um is there anything else you'd like to add I mean, I just want to say that, like, that day that we met um, in the Muslim youth group was so, it was so odd, but it was also so amazing, just because, like, it had been a while since I'd seen a new face um, in youth group, particularly, like, someone who wasn't necessarily, like, younger than 14, you know? (laughs) So I've always, like, felt out of place just because... Like, obviously, the majority of, like, the the members there are, like, in their teens. So, they look at me like an old lady, you know? And so, like, seeing you, I was like, oh, like, who is this interesting person? But I was also, like, I 100% thought that, like, you were... Because they're, like, they always have, like, Jewish camps, um... <laughs> Like, yeah, no, no, they do, like, Jewish camps at, like, the mosque sometimes. Right. So I thought that, like, you were, like, one of, like, I don't know, the camp leaders or something, and I was like, who's this white girl? (laughs) Yes. Coming here, like... I love it, and then, like... But I was also, like, intrigued, because I was just like, oh, who is this? Because you were also, like, taking notes, and you were, like, so into the discussion um, that, like, Wafat, the, the... like myg coordinator was talking about and so i was like okay i want to see like what this girl's about so and look at that i did and i've never looked back neither have i i like i loved it and i could tell like (laughs) a little the first time you met you're just like so what are you doing here like very subtly and then i was like okay (laughs) i need it i need to get to know this girl because especially going i think into spaces i don't think i've ever seen anyone else like read a book or take notes Yeah, if it's not in class. So I think that part yeah. about you really, really intrigues me, if that's the right word. Thank you. You're welcome. So, <laughs> like, also just to, before we start, there's no lie that you have been one of, like, the most supportive people I've had in my life, and I've known you for such a short time. How do you show up for your friends? And how do you, like, keep your positive energy but also validate your feelings? I also I want to say that you have also been a great support for me as well. Um, just before I say anything else, you're absolutely wonderful and you're amazing. Um, and honestly, like no words can can really describe um, what you are, what you've done. Thank you, you for me. Thank you. Seriously. Um, 
But just in terms of being there for friends, especially, like, now, you know, that, like, we're social distancing and all of that, I think it's just a matter of being, like, there to listen, even if you're not physically there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think these are, like, hard times for everyone. Um, and I think now more than ever, we absolutely need to be there, you know? And so... Um, I love when, I mean, I definitely, I talk a lot, but I'm also, I'd like to think that I'm a good listener. Um, you are. So I just, thank you. <laughs> so I love just like having people, you know, like vent to me um, and just, you know, listening without judgment, without like, you know, fear, without any of that. Um, just, you know, like. I just want, you know, my friends to feel like they can trust me and also be comfortable with me to say, you know, whatever they want, whatever's on their mind, you know? Absolutely. And yeah, that's absolutely so awesome. And I feel like you do that, especially whenever I'm feeling that way. If it's good or bad, you're like, yes, you can feel that way. You should. Yeah. And yeah, that's absolutely. so affirming. Um. So also during these times, how do you stay creative? You're such a creative person being I'm like trying to describe you like Dahlia's just colorful that's how I see her I feel like she's just a color of life like walking everywhere and like adding her sass and fun and comedy everywhere she steps into so how do you keep that that's an amazing adjective um I like that colorful I like that I I mean Honestly, my inspiration comes from anything and everything, you know? Um, Like when, you know, before like COVID um, and social distancing and all of that, I just, I loved walking, like I love walking around. Um, And so my inspiration would literally come from like scenes I would see on the streets, for example, or just conversations that I would have with like friends or even strangers. Like I love talking to like people. Um, And I mean, now especially I get a lot of my inspiration from the books I read um, or like articles I read or even now like interactions that I have with like my family at home, you know, because all like families are pretty much stuck together at home now. Um, And so like, I think you really get to understand more of like the the character of the people that you're, you know, around. Um, And it's really, a lot of times it's very inspirational, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and so I think it's it's still, like, very important to me to be able to, like, get inspiration from people other than myself. But I also feel like during this time, just because I've also been spending a lot more time with myself specifically, right. yes. you know, I, I have, I mean, I have conversations in my head, for example, you know, mm-hmm. with myself. Um, and so I think I'm also realizing more about who I am as an individual. And I think that definitely, um, adds to the inspiration as well. So we're talking about all this inspiration that's coming into you from yourself, from your family, from what is around you at this time. And where do you channel that? Like, how do you, what do you put it into? I, most of, you know, what comes to my mind, I try to put it down on paper. Um, Mm -hmm. I love writing stories. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, at least for me, that's like the most like comfortable medium for me. Um, I, I really love, you know, like narrating and kind of like coming up with these like plots, um, 
based on, again, like these interactions and these inspirations um, that come to me. Right. So you're writing books. And then I think one part that about you that made me love you more, if that was even possible at that point, was when you told me you're writing a book. Do you mind telling us what that's about? Yes, I am writing a book. Um, and I, I mean, I would have liked to have been done with it by now, just because I think it's in like the second year of production right now. But honestly, I think, you know, everything has its time. And I've kind of made peace um, with the process. But yes, so the book that I am currently working on right now, it is titled What the Nightingale Sings. Okay. And it is pretty much a story of a whole bunch of stories. Um, it is about like a, a young woman um, mm-hmm. named Layla, an Arab American okay. woman, who kind of finds herself um, stuck between like, multiple worlds um she is part of like the lgbt community she's part of like the the arab muslim community um she's part of you know all these different like communities and it's very much her just you know kind of like deciding where she wants to um be in the world and what she wants to make of herself um and kind of like analyzing all the interactions between her and her family and her and her friends her and her her home country, um, her in America. Uh, I talk a lot about like family dynamics and culture clash and queer rights and immigration. Um, and really, I say it's like a whole bunch of stories because I've kind of taken, you know, stories that I've heard um, from others. I've taken my own experiences. I've taken um, current events and I've, kind of like put it all together to hopefully make one substantial story, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, that although it's fiction, it could very well happen in real life. So you're kind of bringing in all of these realities into one narrative to kind of walk us through all the intersecting identities and everything that affects it. That's perfect. I like that. Yeah. You're absolutely awesome. And I'm so excited to read this, Dalia. I'm Like, I really can't wait. Uh, I can't wait to have it done. (laughs) So before I go to my next question, I want to go back on everything you're writing about. So some of it seems like topics that certain communities might be a little uncomfortable with speaking of or acknowledging. How do you go about that? And how do you find, like, space to speak where there, there, like, hasn't been one before? So I, I mean, even before, like I, I, you know, started, you know, putting pen to paper and actually writing the story while I was kind of conceptualizing, you know, what I wanted this story to be about, I realized that there were a whole bunch of like topics that were essentially fairly taboo. Mm -hmm. Um, Taboo is the right word. I feel like. Yeah, and, and really weren't talked much about just because, like you said, it makes a lot of people uncomfortable, mm-hmm. you know? Um, like, a lot of people don't maybe realize, you know, that, like, oh, you can be Muslim and gay, or you can mm-hmm. be um, Arab and, like, uh, a felon. Can, you know what okay. I mean? Like, all these, like, intersecting identities um, that people either don't necessarily think exist or like 
kind of just, you know, put on the, the back burner. Yeah. And it, it definitely took a lot of convincing to myself that like, mm-hmm. okay, there definitely needs to be a platform for these kinds of issues because they're real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even if people like choose to ignore them, they're actually very real. Um, and they need to be talked about. And it's up to me to be brave enough to talk about them, but also do it in a way that's digestible and that, you know, would hopefully help people understand a little more, you know, because really, I mean, that's essentially my goal with this story and with like all of like my art in general, you know, it's just mm-hmm. to like kind of open people's eyes just a little bit wider, you know, like yes. I don't necessarily need people to like accept what I'm talking about, but like if I can get at least one person to think even like slightly differently, then I will have done my job. I think the way you put that was absolutely amazing. I think, thank you, and I'm so excited to watch this come to life. And the whole idea that it's digestible and creating the platform yourself where you didn't see it. I'm like stuttering because this is all new to me and I think it's so (laughs) awesome what you're doing. So along with that, what else are you doing to like promote it? So I um, have been, well, I mean, before this pandemic, I was actually working on a song um, and it's titled Reading is Sexy, Reading is Fun. Yes. Just because, right? <laughs> yes, we, I um, love it. It was actually, well, it's not titled Reading is Sexy, Reading is Fun. It's just titled Reading is Sexy, but, like, that's the uh, part of it. And just because, like, I know that, you know, given the, the amount of content that's on the Internet, whether in film or, you know, what have you, it's definitely, you know, a lot of people maybe don't read as much anymore. Mm-hmm. And I know that, you know, I like 100% know that. And I'm even guilty of that. A lot of times it's easier to just like go on Netflix and watch a show, right? Rather than like opening up like a 400 page book. Um, right. And so I understand. But I also think that as someone who is like a self-proclaimed bookworm, mm-hmm. and I've always loved reading. And I absolutely think that reading is so important, you know? Um, it can be reading anything. It doesn't have to be like reading like a novel. It can be reading a cookbook, it could be reading, you know, whatever. Um, really what I want to do is just to encourage people to maybe like pick up a book, you know, and, and kind of see like the, the enjoyment that you could possibly get from it, you know, and like when I was younger, I would love reading books because I loved like kind of picture the scenes in my mind and kind of like transporting myself into like the character's shoes for example you know Mm -hmm. and so going back to the song essentially what I'm trying to do with it is really again encourage people to to pick up a book um and to do it in a way that's like comedic and enjoyable and funny so um hopefully you know like I can finish this song soon I'm like uh, I'm making a video for it or I was again before this pandemic started um but I I really am proud of like where it is thus far um Mm -hmm. and I hope to you know put it out there very soon so I'm very excited for that and that seems like it's coming kind of in a package too yeah continue your work and like promote it which is absolutely awesome and how have you been dealing with, like, the pandemic slowing that down? 
at first it was frustrating um, just because I, like, what word you made right now, right? So mm-hmm. I think I, I started working um, on the video, like, end of February, mm-hmm. and it was only supposed to take, like, a month max. Like, I wanted it to be out, um, like, by the end of March, but clearly, like, that's not the case, um, mm-hmm. just because, like, pretty much all the stay-at-home orders happen in, like, the third week of March or so. Um and so, yeah, there were still, like, scenes that I hadn't shot. Um, like, the song itself was still in, like, not even post-production yet because it hadn't, like, been recorded in its, like, entirety. Um, and so it was, a, like, a bit frustrating. Um, but I kind of made peace with that as well. And, like, okay, I'm going to take this time to, like, revamp it, really, to see, you know, like, just because before, like, everything was happening so quick, I just saw this as an opportunity to, like, take the time to see, okay, how can I make it better? How can I make the, like, message come across um, more efficiently? Um, You know, just to, like, spend some time, like, seeing, you know, essentially how I can make it and resonate more with people, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Yes. And I, I think all of this is just showing me that, like, sometimes, like, you know, we get so caught up mm-hmm. with, like, the work and, like, getting it done. But I think a lot of times it's good to kind of, like, take some time apart from it as well, mm-hmm. you know, for a bit. And then afterwards, like, go back and give it, like, a second eye or a third eye, fourth eye. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, I love it's how... really... Yeah. No, no, continue. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was going to say it's really important to, like, take space from your work just because you never know, like, what kind of inspiration you know, will come while you're away from it. And then when you go back to it, you can look over it and say, okay, this is how I can make it better, you know? Absolutely. Um, That's definitely what I try to do with all of my work, not just the song. Yeah. Okay, I love how you're using this time also to make it better and not kind of just keep it at where it's at. Kind of coming to peace with, like, the original plans not going through, but finding an alternative to use this time for Definitely. If you want to. Also, we talked yeah. a lot about this, like using the time when you want and not having to feel productive all the time. Yeah, absolutely. So that's important. And then you were talking about how books are really important to read. It's really important. Like, yes, watching movies is like fun. It's easier sometimes. But reading is a big aspect that is important to many of us. And yeah. you did some work translating Hassan Kenafani's books from Arabic to English. And I think you asked me to like look over it and I looked over it and like I look for those books in the bookstores and sometimes I can't find them and I get frustrated when they're not in English or I can't find them. So why is that important? Why why are you doing this work? I think that it's I don't know, with with any, you know, kind of art, I think it's important for it to be accessible, mm-hmm. not just to, you know, a specific group of people, you know, because obviously, okay. I mean, not everyone, even though, like, English is so, like, widespread, of course, in a lot of countries do speak English, um, that's not going to be the case, you know, for every single individual. Um, so I always, I'm, like, a big champion of, again, making work accessible to a wide range of people. Um And I think, like, the Arabic-speaking world is, like, so wide and varied. And so I think, you know, um, like, I would love to, you know, translate my book into Arabic Mm -hmm. once again. Even though, like, I'm writing it, it's being written in English. 
um, I would absolutely love to have it written or translated into Arabic um, just because like I want my message, you know, to be available to like Arabic speakers as well, you know? Right. Um, so uh, I, it's really just this like idea of accessibility that I think is, is, is so imperative. I love it. I love how you're highlighting it, especially. So is there anything else you'd like to add on any top of any all this amazing information you shared? Um, I just, I don't know, I think I, I just, I think it's so important, especially right now for people to be, um, like, it, I don't know, I just, I want people to learn more and I want people to really, you know, like open their eyes to like many new things just because I feel like this pandemic is really putting a lot of things into perspective, you know, mm -hmm. and, and that's maybe like one of the things that is putting into perspective is that like we definitely don't know as much as we think we know, right? Okay. Um, and this can I haven't go thought a about lot, that. Yeah, a lot yes. of like topics and just a lot of like things in general. So I, I, I for one at least, like I'm really trying to take this time and from like, you know, this, this moment onwards to really, you know, actively try to learn more about anything and everything wherever I can, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. what have you been learning? That we're very, like, I mean, I already knew this, but mm -hmm. I didn't realize it, like, in myself as much, you know, um, until, like, this pandemic started. But like, we are very social beings, right? Like, right. I think inherently, like, people do, like, care about each other and we want to, like, feel united and be, you know, together, um, and that really like resonated with me a lot, you know, like I, I miss my friends and I just miss being out there in the world and, um, just feeling like I'm like part of something. Um, mm -hmm. and, and that's so important, you know, just to feel like as a, an individual first and foremost, but also as like part of a, a group, you know? Absolutely. Yes. I yeah. love it. Yeah. And so... Another thing you mentioned before we started this was you started cooking. I did. How is that going? So I, I mean, I've always definitely loved cooking just because I'm, I'm fortunate enough to come from a family where um, my, like my, both my father and my mother like cook really, really well. Um, and they cook like amazing Middle Eastern food. Um, but I, like, have, since, like, we have the time, I've actively, like, sat down, like, with them in the kitchen and been like, okay, show me how you do this. Show me how you do this recipe. Um, and, like, also just trying to, like, not only, like, emulate their recipes, but also, like, putting a twist on, you know, the recipes myself or even, like, coming up with, like, new recipes or mm -hmm. um, just, you know, just be creative um, because food is, Food is, like, such a staple, right? Food is incredibly important. Right. Um, and right? And so, especially because, like, you don't, like, we don't get to eat out as much now, for example. Mm -hmm. um, definitely, we're relying a lot more on home-cooked foods. And so, obviously, like, the same thing will get boring after a while, right? Um, right. So, it's nice to kind of, like, switch it up and just, like, see how you can get creative and... I think food really, like, it shouldn't just be a job. Mm -hmm. We do need to eat to survive. But I think right. it should also be very enjoyable, you know? Absolutely. I like the way you and, put that. Yeah. And I like so adding your right. own twist. Yeah. 
I love it. Also, I'm just going to mention this because I have to. You made weta anip, which is rolled grape leaves. Yes. That is so awesome. Like the whole idea of me doing it kind of scares me. How'd you do it? How'd you just go? And it definitely was kind of um, daunting at first just Mm -hmm. because like, I mean, the the filling is pretty easy. Like making that, it's like, it's super easy. It's just like rice and like a whole mixture of like beautiful herbs and spices. Um, So that was fun to do. But really like the hard part was like the rolling um, Mm -hmm. just because of, Sometimes the grape leaves are like so like small, mm-hmm. uh, but measurements are so important because you don't want to overfill, you don't want to underfill, right? Um, you want to make it just and, right. Yeah, and it's also like very backbreaking work too because like it's just you know you're just like sitting there and you're just like rolling forever and ever. Um, right. And so I, my mom is really good at it. My grandma is like superb at it. So I even <laughs> like I like. Um, like skyped my grandma all the way in Egypt and I was like okay Nana like show me you know you Um, are so awesome (laughs) and obviously like she's been doing it for decades yes Um, wow but it it definitely took me like a a few couple tries to really like nail it down um but like I mean in the end like it tasted pretty good um and they, I mean, for, like, my first time doing it, mm-hmm. it was, like, it came out, I think, pretty well. I was proud of myself. I'm proud um, of you. I'm so proud yeah. of you. <laughs> and so, uh, and I got pretty good, like, reviews on it, you know, okay. for them, from those who I'm still it. waiting so, for yeah. my review, too. I'm yeah, sure it's going to no, be amazing, but I can't wait to have it from 100%. you. 100%. So, one piece of motivation that you'd give to anyone listening to this. One piece of motivation. I think that, especially right now, a lot of us might feel, like, lost. Because I know I felt that way. And there's still days when I feel like that, you know, when Mm -hmm. you don't really know your purpose. And um, especially with so many people, like, losing their jobs, you know, nowadays, um, I think it's, it's important to, like, realize you know, what, what is important and what you want to do and what, like how you see yourself, um, progressing. And so I think that this, you know, should be a chance for us to like move forward, you know, like obviously like it's, you know, being sad and being scared and worried and anxious, they're all very valid emotions. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, people have every reason to feel that way, but I think, you know, it's really a matter of like seeing, okay, like this is my low point. How do I move on from here? How do I like make the most of this? And I think really, you know, every person has it in them Mm -hmm. to, to do great things, you know, and like be the best that they can. Um, and I, I just want to tell people that like, you know what, like you are, you are heard. I feel you. I am. I know. I understand what you're going through. Um, and you will definitely get past this. I love it. Thank you. And I love you. you. I love you too.